I'm about to flip a coin, so call it in the air. Heads or tails? What did you choose? If you were making a bet, which side of the coin would you bet on and how much are you willing to lose? In the movie The Dark Knight, before he becomes a villain, Harvey Dent is the White Knight. He takes risks and flips a coin to make major decisions, betting that luck will make him a winner. It seems foolhardy until you come to realize that he actually makes his own luck. BT Global operates much the same way. The difference is that where Harvey Dent takes a villainous turn, BT maintains their long-standing heroic posture, driven to connect the world for good. Still, like Dent, BT is always playing two hands at once, betting on both sides of the coin to make its own luck. We've all done it as consumers. We've invested in tech, and then three years later, you're thinking, all right, so this is useless now. I need to reinvest in technology. So it's about doing both of those things, impressing today and exciting for the future. That's Chet Patel, the chief commercial officer and managing director for the Americas at BT. For more than 170 years, BT has been helping its customers connect, communicate, and work securely. And companies don't survive for that long by relying on chance. They have to make their own luck. How does BT do that? And how did BT open itself up to competition in a way that was actually a competitive advantage? And what about long-term thinking? How did the company forego short-term wins by refusing to sell clients more right now and instead focused on the long game? Find out on this episode of Business X Factors. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, Vice President of Brand Content at Mission.org, and this is Business X Factors. Each week, we'll take a look at the secret sauce that takes companies to the highest levels of success and unpack how they got there. We'll explore how these organizations are run, what's so special about the people, the culture, and the processes that make it all happen. What is technology for? Our friends at Highland believe technology is for transforming the way you work, for delivering complete information when and where you need it so you can be more agile, more empowered, more connected through each interaction and in every relationship. Highland believes in technology thoughtfully designed to create better customer experiences. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Chet himself is someone who has always tried to give himself better odds. Throughout his life, he was living and working for the now, but constantly had his eyes glancing toward the future. And that's ultimately how he landed at BT. I'm of immigrants into the UK, and I was probably the first generation to ever go to any sort of school. And my parents created an environment where they worked really hard they created an amazing life for us, 
We weren't rich, but we definitely never felt poor. And they instilled some values like hard work, but also frugality, being really frugal about stuff as well. Hence, I've always been attracted to anything commercial, anything commerce or economic related. And hence, I sort of moved into that degree course, completed that, then moved into stockbroking, which was, you know, all finance orientated for me. And it was brilliant. I loved it uh, for a year or two. And I thought, hey, this is all going to get automated. I can see this all being automated. And it's, it sounds really great, but actually, it's not that interesting and not going to challenge me too much for what I was doing then. So I was looking around and my criteria was, I want to operate in a global environment. I want to operate with, with different sort of operational and sales capability. And BT came knocking. And one of the reasons I chose them is we operate in hundreds of countries across the world. And I thought, that's really cool. I could then go off and live here, there, or do this, that, the other. So those were the things that attracted me, as well as the purpose, which is about connecting for good, whether it be hospitals or businesses or governments or whatever doing that. So that really helped me make up my mind and land within BT. At BT, they lean into the acronym ROL, which stands for Return on Luck, a phrase coined by the author Jim Collins, who studied how companies don't just rely on luck, they use a combination of principles to ensure that whatever luck they have is compounded. One of the elements you'll find within companies with high ROL is what Jim Collins called level five ambition. This describes when a company is ambitious for a purpose beyond themselves. At BT, working and connecting for good has been a key pillar for the company since its earliest days. We're talking all the way back in the 1800s when this company was founded. Chet latched onto that mission and internalized it as he worked his way through the ranks of this massive organization. To give you an idea of BT's scale, BT operates in 180 countries. It has 17,000 employees, and its customers include companies like PepsiCo, Procter & Gamble, the BBC, and many more all of which have multi-year contracts with BT that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. For these customers, BT provides cloud services, networking, communications, IT capabilities, and much more. Essentially, BT is there to make it possible for these companies to connect and communicate with, well, everyone. It's a company with wisdom and perspective gained from its history. In fact, if you dig into BT's background a bit, you'll learn that it is actually the world's oldest telecommunications company, and it was even a state-controlled entity under the post office at one time. Over the decades, as telecommunications advanced, power was being consolidated rather than spread among corporations. For decades, it was the one company offering widespread telecommunications solutions across the UK, and it was the only game in town. And as the only game in town, it was obviously doing well. But BT's long-standing success has been predicated on the idea that you have to always be solving current problems and innovating along the way to stay ahead of the problems of the future. BT is the most experienced telco in the world. We're the first telco in the world. I'm trying not to say the oldest because that has certain connotations around it but you see where I'm going to. 
So when we talk about privatization and monopoly and regulation and technology and all the things that have happened in society since then, hey, we've been around since 1875. We've experienced most things in one way or another and thrived and generated more innovation and moved stuff along for society and our customers and our employees. So I think part of that X factor comes from that stability, that continuity, the trust, and everything else around it. What was required back in 1846 or whatever was to simply to communicate from one place in the planet to another place without having telegrams and fax and data transmission and digital calls and without having the travel that we have now. And what we've managed to do across all those times is to keep pushing the boundary, working with the ecosystem of other companies, but to keep pushing it, to keep reinventing it, to still be relevant and to make life easier for people to live and to do commerce with as well. Whether you're a consumer, a small business or a large government or a large multinational organization, our mission is to connect for good to make life easier for people. For BT, part of making life easier for people in the 1980s was adjusting with the times and leaning into privatization that would foster more competition with greater innovation and opportunities for consumers. It was a sort of political, economic direction that the country was heading in. So a few assets that were sort of state-owned or partially state-owned went through this process. The other thing we were trying to achieve was, hey, we can see the capabilities that have existed for all these decades. People are going to want to use even more of in the future. And actually, we should open that up to choice and competition because that will speed up innovation. That will make experience better for customers. So let's try it. Let's try and do that. And I'm really pleased that back in the UK, in a small little island that I reside in, we've got hundreds of people, hundreds of different companies that are service providers. So you can, as a consumer, buy broadband of at least 20 or 30 different providers in most instances. There aren't many places in the world that can do that. And in some places, it could be even hundreds of people that can do that. That choice, that optionality, that level of competition ensures that innovation happens and ensure that customer experience is really optimized. Because if it's not good, hey, I'll move to a so-and-so in a heartbeat and churn. So that keeps us honest. It keeps innovation ticking over. And it makes us make sure that we invest in the right things to secure customers' needs in the future as well. So super pleased with that. At the same time, it's a huge cultural change as well. You know what? We had, you know, back in the 80s, we used to have 100,000 old employees that were basically part of an entity which was then released out to the market, open market, free economy and competition. So there was a huge pivot that needed to happen to say, hey, the environment in which we're operating is totally different now. And we need to step up and start doing different things to cope, to grow, and to thrive in that environment. BT took hold of the challenge its competitors presented, and the company brought new and better technology and solutions to the market. 
BT was creating its own luck by setting itself up to offer as many of the best products and services as possible. Today, BT offers everything from connected payment systems for merchants to a mobile network that reaches across the UK to all different forms of cloud connectivity and security services to help businesses achieve their business goals while making it easy to digitally transform with every new innovation. But they'll only see these wide-ranging products and services if a customer really needs them. You see, just like any company with a slew of incredible products, BT set forth a strategy to make sure customers didn't buy too many of them. Wait, what? Can that be right? Find out after the break. If you run a business, you have information. Loads and loads of information across different channels, systems, and silos. How can you connect the dots to make sure the right information gets to the right people who need it? Highland helps more than half of the Fortune 100 companies do just that by providing them with the tools they need to digitally transform and create more meaningful connections with the people they serve. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Companies succeed when they sell products and services. That's Economics 101. And BT has plenty of products and services that will blow you away. But let's get back to Return on Luck 101. One of the other elements that Jim Collins says leads to high ROL is empirical creativity, which means you're constantly innovating from a sound empirical base. Another element is fanatic discipline, meaning you stay focused on core values and processes in good and bad times. And if you recall, BT's core value is to connect for good. And so while creating and out-innovating the competition is critical, any good business person will tell you that sales isn't the only factor in a company's success. And Chet tells me that it's not the be-all, end-all at BT. Sure, BT is betting on its ability to have the most amazing products, but it's also betting on its ability to serve customers as effectively as possible, even if that means selling them less. Because no matter how incredible your technology or products are, it won't matter if at the end of the day, the customer isn't happy. All my customers are looking at all these various technology reports, all these various technology companies, scratching their heads and saying, hey, I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know whether this is the, the next amazing technology or whether it's that one, or I don't know how this one fits into my operations because I hear amazing things about technology, but hey, how do I consume it? How do I get value out of it? How do I make it work for my company? So the most important thing that we try and do with consumers, whether they be big businesses or global businesses, is demystify it. Explain to them what technology is capable of. And then we take a step back. Why did BT kind of place that bet of, hey, let's demystify technology? Like why, when, when, you're, when you're very much in this space of where innovation and technology is the lifeblood, it's the DNA of, of what you provide, yet you're like, no, no, we want to simplify. So why? Why do it that way? 
think it's really important that we do it that way. And my experience being to lots of customers, I've learned, and we as an organization have learned, is, hey, people want to know and be excited about the future, but they want to make sure they can operate today. So you have to do both. You have to show them what the roadmap to the future is and then explain to them what the best options today are for them based on what it is they're trying to achieve. Now, I'm a huge believer in being a sort of value outcome-based conversation, having conversations that are, okay, what is it we're trying to achieve here and where is it we want to go in the future? Okay, let's create something working together that will meet these needs today and give you the flexibility, the choice, and the optionality going forward into the future as well. So you can chop and change because nobody wants to be stuck with one technology for the rest of their existence. That's not a good place. People want to be able to swap out, for example, one cloud provider for another cloud provider should they choose to do that. One application provider for another one in the future should their needs change. And BT, Global Services, helps customers to evaluate, to test, to check technical capabilities, operational capabilities, and commerciality around this, and to make sure it fits within their business. So it's real practical. It's really practical. It's going to work. It's going to service their customers or employees and deliver the value-based outcomes that they're after. But importantly, it has a future roadmap. BT isn't trying to razzle-dazzle anyone or point customers toward the next shiny object. BT knows that it can sell that next shiny object. They are betting on that. But first, the company has to solve for right now. One area where you can see BT putting the work well now, plan for the future approach into practice is with its activity in the cybersecurity space. BT is working with clients to identify how they are positioning themselves security-wise right now and what they need to do to maintain that posture. But BT also puts forward the opportunity to level up if or when the company wants or needs to. Because the final element Jim Collins talks about when it comes to companies having a high ROL is productive paranoia meaning the ability to maintain hypervigilance and being prepared for inevitable bad luck. BT knows that right now, things could be going well, but later on, you might not be as lucky and you'll need to be prepared. We're developing our cybersecurity practice really rapidly at the moment. And we've launched new services, new products, new capabilities. And we've just taken a, a stake in a small startup company, which is going to be huge, called Safe. Now, the reason we like SAFE, and we've acquired a small stake with them, and we're going to partner with them in a go-to-market perspective, is we want people to think differently about cybersecurity. When I speak to CISOs and my team speak to chief security officers, the one thing that comes out is, hey, you know what? I don't know how much I should be investing in cybersecurity. I can't actually quantify the risk. I don't know what it should be on my corporate risk register. I don't know how I manage it. What's the right amount I should be spending on cyber? And there's no right answer to that. What SAFE gives us is the ability to say, hey, your security posture is a three out of five, or it's a two out of five, or it's a four out of five, whatever it might be. 
It's not an issue. What is it that you want your security posture to be? And to start thinking with them and working out that, hey, actually, my security posture needs to be a, a 3.5 out of 5 for these reasons. It'll impact my brand, impact my operations, impact my credit, whatever it might be. And then we'll work with them to say, okay, so this is what it looks like today. This is roughly where you want it to look like going forward. And these are your critical things. How do we work together to get to where you want to get to? And then how do we manage it in life so it always stays there or slightly higher? And then tomorrow, if you decide that actually things have moved on, my security posture needs to move from a 3.5 to a 4.2, we can also help you figure out what that needs to do. But it's not us doing it to them. It's us really understanding their business and actually helping our customers to really understand their business, provoking them to answer and think about the questions that they need to be thinking about, and then jointly solving it with them and operationalizing it using the latest and the greatest technology. By investing in top companies, BT is actively staying ahead of competition. Those investments, combined with BT's commitment to out-innovate everyone around them, is creating return on luck for BT that other companies would die for. BT has bought into all of Jim Collins' elements that lead to ROL, from fanatic discipline to level five ambition, and from empirical creativity to productive paranoia. Luck is something BT is always trying to control. So yes, BT has its money on black and red because throughout the century plus long history, BT has bet on itself and its competition, knowing that doing so could only make BT better. It solved problems for its customers in the here and now, while also leaving the door open to present solutions for the future. Why leave things up to chance when you can make your own luck? I don't know about you, but when I have a decision to make, I look for information. I may look through emails, documents, photos, and files in multiple places. And if I'm lucky, I find what I'm looking for. So it's amazing to me that while I have trouble finding a single file, some organizations' success hinges on making sure that the right people can get all the right information they need when and where they need it. Like hospitals, insurers, banks, and all sorts of businesses. I don't know how they do it, but our friends at Highland do. Highland empowers more than half of 2020 Fortune 100 companies with tools that help make sure the right information gets to the right folks easily and automatically and makes business processes smarter and more efficient. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D dot com slash insights. listening to Business X Factors created by Mission.org and brought to you by Highland. If you like this show, please be sure and subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app. We'd also be super grateful if you rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, as this really helps ensure that more amazing listeners like you find this show. Thanks for listening. 
I'm Jeremy Bergeron, and I'll catch you next time on Business X Factors.